This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? Oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergaff. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast once again today. What a sports weekend. Could have really been a dark one if not for the Twins coming through uh, last night as the last game of the weekend that we all uh, cared about. So thankfully, the Twins have a win. But of course, in sports talk, uh, generally negativity is more interesting to talk about. Uh, when, there's, when there's controversy or something like that, it, it, it makes it a little, uh, you know, it was a little edgier. Yeah, and uh, so let's So let's start with the Vikings. Okay. Greg Snow okay. joining us on these Mondays, uh, as he does. And now 1-4 at 1-4 Chicago. But we don't play well in Chicago. No. So let's set aside the fact that I don't feel very good about the Bears game coming up this weekend and talk about yesterday's loss to the Chiefs. Now, it is the Kansas City Chiefs. It is the defending world champions. When we were looking at the schedule before the season and trying to figure out how many games the Vikings might win, we probably didn't have this one as a win. Correct. And yet their chances were there to win it, except for some crucial mistakes. Todd, that's exactly what I... They looked very beatable. Yeah. Um, I also think that we, again, I'm an official by trade, as everybody knows. I yep. didn't feel like we got a better end of the whistle. I didn't think so either. Um, <laughs> no. It felt like that there was a couple, even the one they picked up on fourth down. I wasn't sure I was thrilled about it, but then why are you throwing it? Yeah. Uh, this is late in the game, so I'm, I'm just going to pick out some spots. The yeah. Travis Kelsey interception, not interception. Well, how did you um, feel about that? I didn't feel great, but then again, I didn't really know how to feel. Yeah. Because I, if, if, if there's no defender there, the ball hits the ground, it's incomplete. Yeah. You know, but because there's a defender there and rips it away, well, I guess he's down by contact. Yeah, and then you listen to Jim Nance uh, describe it, and I'm a Jim Nance fan, yeah. but I thought he blew that. Well, it clearly has control. Where? Where? Where was the control? Yeah. It's supposed to be two steps and a football move. Where was the football move? Well, there's no two steps. Was he was there? falling. Well, it landed both <laughs> feet on the ground. There okay. were no steps at all. Okay. He landed both feet, and, and then when backwards. he hit the ground, the ball juggled, yeah. and he pinned it against his helmet. How was that a clean catch? In my opinion, possession was still being fought for right. when Metellus took it away. It could have gone our way. It could have. No doubt about it that that was a 50-50. I thought so. Um, we didn't get the better end of the whistle. And they didn't stay confirmed that it was a catch. They said it stands. It stands his calls, right? Which means... They didn't see enough to overturn it. Not that they saw enough to definitely confirm it. Right, was a catch. and I would, I would put that play in that category. Yep. I can't even sit here definitively right now and tell you that we actually deserve that one. I'm just saying it's a right. 50-50 play. Right, and we didn't sure get it. didn't go our way. No, it didn't. And even the play before the picked up to the flag where Addison's route got cut off. Yeah. Addison's got to learn to sell that better. Yep. He didn't even sell that at all, that he got bumped off his route. That could have been easy, illegal contact downfield. Yes. I don't think he knew the be. ball was in the air. And I think there was part of that. Yep. So, And then yep. and then we can talk about the self-destructing wounds fumble in yep. the first play. First play. Madison on that little screen that Dropping the ball potentially to me, could have tied the game. That was the losing play that to me. That was the losing play. I thought so. So that goes back to your point, Todd, earlier of the fact that the Vikings had plenty of opportunities. We're right in the game. We didn't even play great. No. Uh, defense looked okay. It is the defending champ. Champions. I I'm ha- I'm not happy with one and four, but I'm fine yeah. with how we're playing. 
Uh, I'm fine with the idea that if we lose, it's not the end of the world. I've said that at the beginning of the, yeah. of the year, and I still keep going on. It's, it's a really comfortable place to watch games from. Yeah. By the way, if anybody's interested, get here where I'm at because you don't care either way. If you lose, <laughs> you're like, hey, there's Caleb Williams out there, everybody. Yeah, it's and not going to be him. If you get in the top three, I, things I, can happen. Yeah. Okay, just everybody, Todd, come on, get on board with I, me here. I, I, I'd or, be fine with Caleb Williams. I just don't see that happening. And, and you said a couple weeks ago to me yeah, after yeah. we won, I said, how do you feel? He's like, I don't ever cheer for us to lose. No. So I'm kind of with you there. I yeah. don't want us to lose either. Yeah. I was cheering us for when, when Madison dropped the ball. We had about six of us in the pro shop. That for, was awful. After the Sunday game. And we all were like, oh, no. Another drop from Madison. Just a huge drop. And blockers wide open. Nobody there. Nobody there. Blockers yeah. out in front. Baited perfectly. So good that Cousins got hit again. Yeah. The offensive line didn't have their best day, it looked like. Uh, you to know, me. Kansas City's pretty tough up They're front. Tough. Chris Jones just throws people around. Just, and and Bradbury was back at center, and Reisner maybe played that's why we didn't at look guard. So good. Yeah, but Schlotman's no good either. I know, so. but the, they've been graded very high. Yeah. The offensive line. I think yeah. they were fifth in the in the league. Man. Now again, you can go by the, those grades. Don't mean a whole lot to me either, yeah. Todd. Yeah. Um, but they sometimes do. Was it PFF? Is yeah, that I think it was that. See, I, I quote PFF a lot. So they had said that the offensive line was fifth high, rated in high. the NFL. Yeah. The, so the, what's Kirk Cousins' excuse then? <laughs> Don't look at me with that condescending look of what's going on. Yeah. I again, if you were to rate Cousins, I would say he's playing at a B plus level. Wouldn't you think? Where do you, where do you put him at five games in? You know, we're we're basically a third of the way in, almost a third of the way in. I know, and they're one and four. I don't know. You know, he's racking up stats. I really thought this would be his best year because it's the first time with the Vikings he's had the same offense, same play caller, two years in a row. <laughs> That's true. And he is throwing for a ton of yards. And touchdowns, and yet they're losing. Uh, so he he doesn't get to wash his hands of the wasted no. timeouts, of which there were two. He was he, it only two? Yeah, well, two in the second half. I don't know. Was weren't there ones in the three, first half too? Weren't all three? They lost gone? one because they didn't win the challenge. Challenge on that play, they had to challenge. Sorry, yep, I thought go they ahead. had to challenge too. So the other two, they just didn't get the play in in time. They took a timeout two and a half minutes into the second half. Take the five yards Take there. Take the five yards. Why do they get, oh, oh call the timeout. We can't lose five more. yards. The timeout worth way more than the five yards in a close game. So that's a panic move. That's on the coach. You don't get the play in in time or Cousins can't hear it or he doesn't like the call or he changes the call at the line. So they break the huddle at nine seconds on the fourth and seven. And Cousins is moving, guys. He looked right at the play clock. He saw there was three seconds on the play clock, and then he wants to move a receiver at that point. That's on Cousins. That's not on O'Connell. That's 100% on yeah. Cousins, not on O'Connell. Yeah, you can't punch his pilot of this thing. No. You can't sit here and say, hey, I'm clean of all no. this. And the Warren Moon, I call him the Warren Moon because he was the worst at the play clock. Yeah. I mean, the worst. He yeah. Always, that play clock, he just always couldn't figure long. out. Nope. Always. Couldn't oh. get out of the huddle. Yeah. Couldn't figure out. So every time I see it, I call it the Warren Moon. Yeah. And yeah, that's totally on. The quarterback's got to be better. At yeah. some point, if it's at whatever the number is, I don't yeah. even know, 14, 15, what's the number, Todd? Yeah. Break out of there and call your own play and quickly right. get into it. That's right. You should have That's a, right. a lithium of plays in your head. Absolutely. Right? I that agree. You just go with it, especially when you're 35. I keep getting his age wrong. Yeah. But when you're 34, 35, 36 yeah. years old in the NFL, you probably don't you even need know. an offensive coordinator. You should. Well, that's going a little far. Come on, but get you there should, with me. You should be able to call an, an occasional play on your own. That's for sure. You, I'm sure that they have a handful of plays in case communication breaks down. 
these are the plays you go to in this situation. And he hasn't been able to do it, and that's two weeks in a row now. I heard Courtney Cronin, happening. when she used to write for us, she writes for the, uh, for the Bears now. I heard her used to say, it's time, it's, it, this was two years ago, it's time for Kirk to grow up. Mm. And what she meant by that was he's got to start taking some ownership in those type of situations. That was two years ago. Yeah. This can't show up. No. I mean, I'm sorry, you and O'Connell, they're basically the same age. They could yeah. actually be learning from, they probably are learning from yeah. each other, right, yep. and how they want to go. You can easily have that conversation of, hey, if things break down, take over. Yeah. Be in charge. I'm sure be they have. I'm sure they have had that conversation, and it just doesn't happen. Uh, l- look, um, I, as I've said all the time, I'm not a hater. I'm not a lover no, of you're Cousins. Not. You're I'm, not. I'm agnostic. I, I criticize him when he deserves it. I thought he deserved it yesterday when he didn't even get the pass off for the last play of the game. He clearly had time to get rid of the football. <laughs> they were at the 39-yard line. It's not like he has to rear back and chuck it 60 yards so right. he needs a crow hop like a shortstop. Throw the ball! You know, he, I would love. He, he, I've said oh, this. Oh, I was I'd screaming at my television. With you. I, I was screaming at the television. <laughs> Tanya was down. No, she was at work, but later she on, she heard it there. Yeah, she heard it all the way at Jimmy John's. Uh, no, it, you know, throw the football. He had plenty of time. He massages the ball. He holds on to it too long. A quarterback can help his offensive line by either A, being mobile, which he is not, or B, getting the football out of his hands right away like Brock Purdy does, who has 10 games played in the NFL, and yet he's always on time throwing the football. Cousins isn't, so Purdy can process what's going on much faster. Cousins wants to see guys open sometimes. Despite all this experience, he still holds on to the ball too long because he's afraid to let it go. Yeah, Brock Purdy is the uh, epitome of why coaching matters. Yeah. I didn't, I was not Everybody passed on Purdy. I wasn't either. I wasn't either. But think about that. I just don't know I mean, is he that great? No, it doesn't look like he just gets the ball out and the offensive line is good. He's He's pretty good. I don't he know. looks great, right? Because they're putting him in the right. I mean, the yeah, but scenarios. he's making great reads too. Good point. His processing is outstanding. He's not very big. He's not very fast. He doesn't have a big arm. What he has is a big brain. He's able to process what the defense is doing against them on every given play. He was a four-year starter at Iowa State. He played like fifty-two games in college. That makes a big difference. Man. You know, and just so. to think that the same organization went after Trey Lance and now traded And him. gave up multiple gave draft up picks, him. paid him. You same know. exact organization. And then they f- just stumble into Brock Purdy. You, you can, yeah, you can either say they're the biggest idiots in the world or the smartest people. I mean, it goes of, both ways. It can go both ways. Yep. And that, I, yep. I argue with my buddies on this. Of that's how lucky sometimes you get in the draft or not lucky. Yeah, yeah. Right? That there is no way that every team in the NFL said, this Brock Purdy is terrible. Yeah. And, and we got off the track the a little Tom, bit here, but I love Brock Purdy. Okay. I was a Sorry. No, that's my fault. I brought him up. No, uh, I it was against. Uh, I, I was not a favor of, uh, a fan of Purdy last year either. I thought, man, he's small. He can't doesn't have a big arm, but he just keeps getting it done. So after a while, you just say, okay, I guess he is really good. Do more you, information has come my way, so I'm allowed to change info. my opinion. Do you have an L coming for the Vikes on against the Bears? Are you huh. going one and five? I don't want to make that prediction. But when do they ever play in well in Chicago? They don't I play well in Chicago. It's not a primetime game, is it? No, thankfully. <laughs> it's a noon kickoff or we'd really be in trouble. Uh, no, they don't play well in Chicago historically. And the Bears have played better than they the Vikings have the last two weeks. Yes, they have. Bears look terrible until Fields spouts ago. off yeah. about his coaching and all of a sudden things change. Oh, look at that. There's there's called run plays for 
for him yeah. and so forth. But let's not go on the Bears now. Can we go to the Twins? Uh, hold on. We've got to finish up on the Vikings. Okay, one more thought. I know. Go ahead. I, I don't know that I have one more thought, though. I want to be uh, done with the Vikings. So Justin Jefferson, if he's All out. right. If he's out, season over. For sure. It's almost over with Hamstrings him. Hamstrings are tough. Yeah, I know. Although I, Royce Lewis is playing with it. Yeah, and he got first to third yesterday. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but how bad is it, Todd? Have you heard? Don't know. Haven't heard. Nothing it's, this morning yet? No, nothing. Okay. But he left the game and didn't return. In so the that fourth. says something right there. Yeah. And so anyway. They actually yeah. look pretty good with him out, by the way. They yeah, were well, moving the ball pretty good. Addison that takes Powell over looked, as the number one. Powell looked pretty good. They're tiny, though. I think teeny. Yeah. Just they're little guys. so small. Both Addison and Powell, tiny Addison little guys. so small. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I right. can't yeah. block it all. I'm interested to see how bad yeah, that so is. Yeah, so the Twins. Yeah. I know I said it's sometimes more fun to talk about losing. No. Uh, actually, it's more fun to talk about winning. Yeah, so the listeners, Todd, before you get into it, the listeners would like to hear your take on Carlos Correa. Go ahead. <laughs> so here's it. I was telling JP this this <laughs> okay. morning. You know, I've been anti-Carlos Correa. A little no bit. About it. Contract. Yeah. Anti-contract. That's right. It was too big a deal for a guy with the injury history that he has. And he didn't have a good regular season. We know this. His OPS plus was less than 100 meaning he's less than an average performing offensive player in Major League Baseball. 100 OPS plus means you're an average offensive player. He had a 94, so he's less than average offensively. However, none of that matters if he continues to play like this in the postseason. Uh, now, the, 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 the magical play uh, that he had, uh, you know, uh, I thought that was overblown. He was out of position. Overblown. Uh, he was out of position. Made it make a great defensive play last night. He was standing over there. Yeah. He should have been backing up that third baseman. That's right. That's People, right. come on, yeah, watch that He should have been again. going to third. I know. The only reason it turned into a great play was because he made it into one by not being in the proper position. But uh, made a great defensive play last night, diving in the hole, making that play, throwing him out at first. And three doubles and three RBIs. If they win a World Series with Carlos Correa as the shortstop, I will happily eat a huge steaming pile of crow because I thought it was a poor signing. But if but if he plays like this and he leads them to a World Series championship, hey man, he Carlos Correa is the best free agent signing they will have ever made if they win a World Series with him as the That's shortstop. That's a high bar, Todd. It is. It's they got to win the World Series. All the way to the though. World Series. How yeah. about if they get to the World Series? Nope. Got to win it. Got to win it. <laughs> I mean, okay. The, I, well, I don't feel great about you eating a big pile of steaming <laughs> crow, crow, yeah. Yeah. cow pies. I was yeah. going to say, but yeah. um, yeah. but bottom line is he's balling. Yeah, and um, he, he showed up, and the the twins in the playoffs. You know, he's showing up. We didn't get it to, last time we talked. I thought the twins would have won game. Well, they've won three. Yeah, already since then in a week. Yeah. Um, do they play again tonight, Totters, or today? No, off? off today. Okay. Uh, tomorrow afternoon. Okay. Yeah, yeah another yeah. afternoon game. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But again, uh, the, uh, Pablo was awesome last night. Uh, Terrific. So fun to watch. Are, are people still crying about uh, Louis Rise being traded? <sighs> Don't little Louis. Throw that back How about at Little me? Louis? Would you rather have Little Louis now? Who was it that was throwing Louis Rise at me I here last Louis. week? I love Louis. Little Louis. That's right. Little Louis. I love Louis. Oh, but I, love I those said it last week, Todd. That have a, a thirty. Not even 30. He's like in the 7th percentile for exit velocity. 7th percentile for exit velocity. Meaning he's somehow able to steer little ground balls and little humpback liners around between infillies. He doesn't drive in any runs. He doesn't score runs. 62 of them. Because he's slow. 62 RBIs. Woohoo. Well, how many did Correa have? Yeah, about the same number. And I said the same thing. How many did Lewis have? Woohoo. How many games has Pablo Lopez won in the playoffs? Two two and already. 
So it's way better. The Twins obviously won that trade. Yes. Uh, with uh, but the Miami got what they want. Good for you. You have a guy who can't play defense, can't run, and he can hit singles. Yay! Good for you. Uh, the <laughs> Twins got a top of the rotation starting pitcher yeah. who has uh, dominated in his two starts. Why did class. Miami think they could get rid of him? You said because they were, deep, were they in that deep in pitching. They were deep in pitching. But wasn't he their best pitcher? No, he was not. Wow. He was about their fourth best last year. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sandy, They're that good in pitching? Yeah, Sandy Alcantara won the Cy Young. Uh, so, yeah, they could clearly... I don't follow any it, National League time. I no, do. No normal human being I does. do. He was, you do, but. He was fourth or fifth best pitcher that they had, starting pitcher. So they felt like they could trade him. <sighs> they felt like they needed offense at the top of the lineup. So it was it was a trade in which they both won. I don't think they're regretting making the trade. Right. I think they uh, are happy to have Louis Arise and, and are fine without Pablo Lopez. You're saying if he had made it with the team, if they didn't make the trade, he wouldn't have even pitched because they lost in two games, right, in their playoff? Right, he would not have pitched. That's crazy. I know. That's well. Dude, Alcantara's injured though, so he may have pitched. May have. He okay. may have. He may have pitched. But the the way he was carving up those Houston batters, he's gotten better. His exit fully, uh, velocity is uh, not his exit velocity. His velocity is ticked up, yep. and he added a pitch. He added that uh, sweeper to his arsenal. You got five now. He could throw any pitch at any time to yeah. any spot. Uh, he's terrific. So that was really fun to oh, see. It was must-see TV the last twins, night, Todd. The Twins was, have a legit ace. It was fun to watch. Yeah. Again, what's happening with Ryan? What are they going to do with him? I don't know. So the next time they'll need to decide on their starting pitcher would be, well, game five, uh, Lopez can pitch again. That would be on his fifth day because okay. they have extra off days during the playoffs. So then the next time they would have to look for somebody is game four. Uh, you know, Sonny Grail pitch tomorrow. Who goes in game four? Um Again, it'll be a choice between Ober, Ryan, Maeda, and Chris Paddock. Were you it, unhappy with uh, Ober's performance? Unhappy? I don't know. It's asking a lot. First playoff start, not unhappy. I know they lost the game, but I don't know that it was so much on Ober. You know, they pulled him out of the game, too. They're, they're gonna Early. P- yeah. It's, it's going to be a bullpen game either way. They're going to look for three innings out of whoever starts game four, and then they're going to piggyback him with one of their other uh, starters that they have and then go to the bullpen after that. And they can win that way. Uh, you know, I, I think they can. They need Sonny Gray to win tomorrow. If Sonny Gray doesn't win game three tomorrow, I don't see the Twins winning the series because they'd have to go back. Well, may, I, maybe I shouldn't say that. Well, honestly, I don't know if they win game Two four. Two at home, right? Because it's Pablo. Yeah, it's Pablo in game five if there is a game five. So that's certainly possible they could win that. But if they lose a Sonny Gray, uh, you know, I don't know. The game four win might be and tough. And Verlander would be game four, it looks like? Verlander. I don't know. I'd have to look at the schedule. At, yeah, because maybe they'd I don't him think so. Five. I think that's short rest for him. So I think he was game one. I think he'd wait till game five. It's possible. That's interesting because that, you'd like to see that matchup, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that would be must-see TV. Yeah. I would think for a lot of people, yeah. even though it is anyways. But yeah. Yeah. how was this guy that they had last night? Is he, is he legit? Yes, what he won the name? Cy Young last year, was close to winning the Cy Young. He, he, he won three games. He won two games in the World Series. He's the World okay. Series MVP last year. Framber Valdez. Uh, but he wasn't as good this year. He didn't have the same season. He kind of did what they call sold out his arm to have a huge year last year. 
it's it's quite common in Major League Baseball. A guy's a big season followed by a down season because they don't have the same life in their arm sure. after throwing 200 and however many innings. Pablo Lopez is over 200 innings already. If the Twins continue to advance, he could go over 230 innings if they go to the World Easily. Series. It's going to be hard for him to repeat that performance again next year because of that number of yeah, innings pitched. That's a little scary. Yeah, but let's longevity. worry about next year, next year. Yeah, just get through this year because yeah. we want to see you eat a big piling steam of crow. I hope so. Yes. I'd be ready and to that do Royce it. Lewis will play. Royce Lewis looked better. He Got did. first to third on, he a, did. on a single. He's moving better, that's for sure. Greg, thanks so thanks, much. Todd. Greg Snow joining us here on the Todd and Friends Podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends Podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.